1: done.
2: Welcome in to the latest episode of five on the floor on the five reason sports network. Make sure to check us out, not just on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple or Android, but also on dash radio search for dash radio, download the app and search for nothing but net where they're there every day. Monday through Friday, even during this brief off season, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. Also, I've got a show that's not just Miami Heat related, covers all South Florida sports on OnsideRadio.com at that same time, every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern also five reasons, sports.com where one of our hosts today is writing there three or four times a week. He's not being forced to, I promise you. That's our guy, Brady Hawk. So check out all the latest Miami heat content as well as the latest content on the dolphins who are now winners of four straight and in a playoff position. The Hurricanes ranked in the top 10 in the country. Inner Miami, which is going to the playoffs, like everybody's winning in this town. So make sure you check all of that content out on fivereasonsports.com. Also, check out our great sponsors. This one's a really fun one. I won with them again on Sunday, prizepicks.com. If you're tired of losing in fantasy sports, or you're tired of your team just not being relevant again after week five prize picks is the perfect place for you. Whether the injury bug ruined your season long team or you're a season vet in the daily fantasy space prize picks does things very, very differently than the other daily fantasy uh, programs. You simply select two, three or four players and predict if they'll go over or under their fantasy projection. So for instance, if you thought that Tua was going to go over, it's like 16 fantasy points, and they'll give you the formula. You go over, and then you can package him with a player on the Dolphins or on any other team. So check it out at like 20 bucks, okay, and see how it goes for you. PrizePicks.com entries are so simple, they can be made in less than 60 seconds. Sign up today at prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks app and use the code 5, FIVE to get a 100% match on your first deposit. Up to a hundred bucks. Again, that's PrizePicks.com. The code is five F I V E. Prize Picks truly daily fantasy simplified. And now today's episode.
0: One two three
3: four five on the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sydney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander part of the five reason sports Network
2: all right even Nick back on five on the floor this is like a week and a half floor plan that we've got we're going through the heat and the draft the draft coming up on the 20th of course it's weird it's right before Thanksgiving as opposed to being right before July 4th and the heat are supposed to pick in this draft at the 20 spot but we don't know that they're actually going to do that so, For this particular episode, in the last episode, we went through the Heat's recent draft history, what their philosophy is, how they've done. Now we're going to look at this draft as a whole. So we're going to deep dive on some of the players in upcoming episodes. But for this one, I've got Greg Silvander, I've got Alex Salino, and I've got our guy Brady Hawk. And we're just going to look at whether or not this is a good draft. Is this the kind of draft that you go into thinking that you want to keep the pick? And one of the reasons I think this is an interesting exercise is that NBA observers and media guys have been wrong about a lot of recent drafts. I remember the Andrew Wiggins draft and the year is escaping me now, but that was supposed to be like 14, right? It's supposed to be a historically good draft, right? And it wasn't in any way. Um, I'm looking back at it right now. I mean, Wiggins was first overall. He was supposed to be a generational player. He's already been traded. He may be traded again. Jabari Parker, You know, that hasn't worked out. Embiid obviously has been an all-star. Aaron Gordon's been good, but not elite. Dante Exum has had injuries. He's kind of hanging on at this point. Marcus Smart's a very good player. Is he worth a sixth overall pick? Julius Randle is kind of a decent journeyman at this point. Nick Stauskas is who we thought, you know, we thought Tyler Hero might be, and he's already better. Noah Vonley, Alfred Payton, Doug McDermott, Dario Saric. Zach Levine at 13. Okay. I guess TJ Warren at 14, like this is kind of garbage and this was supposed to be a historically great draft. So actually we're going to go against type this time. I'm going to go to Brady first. Is this a good draft 2020?
1: Uh, well, I would say for Miami, I think it is. Um, I think if you're going to talk about the draft as a whole, the first thing you talk about is probably depth um, when you start going through the players, um, late in the first round, even early in the second, there's some talented guys. Um, and then you kind of look at the top of the board and there's, there's guys like teams in the top five that are more willing to trade out of the top five and go to a late lottery pick than to pick in that top five, which is interesting because there's, there's talented players up there. Um, like LaMelo ball, James Wiseman and others, but I think that they're maybe it's a confidence thing that they're not able to see these players fully. Um, they're looking at them over Zoom instead of in person, um, and then there's there's guys that are more polished um, late in the lottery or even early 20s that you could kind of be like more trusted with. Um, so I do I do think this is a good draft, especially for Miami, just because there's a there's a ton of players in this draft that are probably could translate pretty well to the NBA.
2: Greg, it doesn't seem like the teams that are in the top five really want to be in the top five this year. No, it's funny this this draft is.
4: Uh, by all accounts so far, and I think like, it's important to recognize and shout out to Alf for leading the charge on this, that nobody knows anything ultimately about this kind of yeah. stuff, really. But it is, it is widely publicized that this draft is weak at the top and it's deep overall, um, and it lacks star power. So, um, you know, like ultimately that doesn't really, uh, you know, scream great draft when you kind of add up all those elements, but from Miami's perspective, it's a cool thing, one, to not have to approach this hoping for a superstar because you've kind of got those boxes checked or soon to be checked. So, so from Miami's perspective, you're not necessarily looking for this guy that can, you know uh, all of a sudden surprise i mean obviously you'd love to get another star in the pipeline but it's not so much about that as as finding a contributor finding a player that you can develop and to brady's point about the draft being deep and 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 guys or teams looking to trade down I think that that's also an indication of that there's so many young players that that teams feel like they can develop guys that maybe you haven't seen a ton from them yet and that just with some development, you're going to see guys take big leaps in the years to come.
2: Alex, usually there's some guy, when the Heat are picking in the 20s, which has happened a lot over the years, there's some player up there that Heat fans are like, okay, if you could bundle some assets and go get that player, it's worth it. I mean, I remember going back before your time, Lamar Odom was a player that Heat fans felt that way about, right? And you know that we we'll bundle some. Darius Miles, unfortunately, was a player Heat fans felt that way about. But there was conversation about that. Is there anybody in the top ten of this draft that you're like, okay, maybe we reverse course and instead of saying we're gonna dump, or but they have to keep, they have to make the pick, but then ultimately maybe dump the pick, which Riley suggested is a possibility maybe we go the other direction and we actually bundle something to move up. Is there anybody in the top 10 in your view would be worth doing something like that?
3: Well, actually, I'm, I'm actually kind of bl- glad that you brought this up because we haven't really talked about this and I don't know that this is honestly any type of possibility. I know you and late for the ones with the info here, but if you're talking about top 10, yeah. I mean, I, I hadn't even thought about this before, but there's a couple guys in there that I'm like, that I'm really impressed with and like Killian Hayes. I'm really impressive. I really like uh, Tyrese Halliburton both of those guys are playmakers and you know different types of players but uh like if they could somehow get that type of talent like i don't think that's a terrible idea it's just like is is whatever team you trade with gonna is gonna be are they gonna be good with like kendrick nunn and the 20 pick because other than that like i'm not willing to part with anything else i was i hadn't even really thought about this draft for the heat in, in the in terms of trading up but i i would not hate that idea i think just like what you guys have been saying and like they've said, is well-publicized. I think at the top, it's, it's like guys who are good prospects for sure, and you, and you see why they're good prospects, but you maybe not as excited about them as got other guys in the top three. And I kind of feel the same way. Like they all have different flaws about them, and you're not really sure which one is going to pan out. Like there's no sure things, I feel like. But once you start going a little bit down, it's like, okay, if Killian Hayes is going to go anywhere closer to 10, which I don't know if that's going to happen because I feel like his, his stock has gone up rather than down. I think he's that guy is an incredible passer, a really good defender and has a lot to his game that he's he's gotten better at. And and Halliburton is kind of like the I feel like more of a guard. I mean, a, a shooting guard version of that of what Killian Hayes is. I think they're both really interesting prospects.
4: Um, I would say like six months ago when I started to ask uh, who the heat liked in this draft, the name that kept coming up was Florida States, Devin Vassal. Um, and mm-hmm. I, there were, there was some controversy about a workout video where his shot looks tweaked and different than it did during the season. Oh, I, I had heard that he was the type of uh, three and D really versatile player that they liked. And he would be a player that you could maybe think about trading up, but I just don't think that that's the direction Miami's going. Um, they don't need any more young guys. And man, I think when no,
1: we're I, I think when we're we're discussing like possibly trading up to top ten and different things, we truly don't know because there's there's certain mock drafts or different things that people talk about that a guy could, could be in late twenties, um, and then other ones you'll look at and they'll have him in the top seven. Um, so I think everything is just going to be so different. There's going to be guys that we're going to end up seeing um, that you know we get we see him get drafted in the second round and you end up looking at it in hindsight and you're like man that guy was a top fifteen player. Um, and that's just going to be for a bunch of reasons. Obviously, no March Madness, um, no in person um, scouting things. Um, th- that's just the way this draft is going to be. There's going to be, uh, this is not going to be a normal draft. I think there's going to be a lot of mess ups. Um, that's the type of draft I think that Miami can benefit from.
2: All right, we're going to get to some specifics here, not about specific players, but I want to get into the idea of kind of American players versus European players. Uh, And I also want to touch on, uh, you know, sort of the the idea of ready-made players as opposed to uh, guys who are going to take a little bit more time because that is, uh, you know, one of the things that the Heat are always considering. Before, we do want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That's our friends over at Biscayne Bay. Brewing. This is this look, this is the only local independent brewery. You may have heard of others. No, this is the one it's Biscayne Bay brewing. They're the official beer, not only of inner Miami, which is going to the playoffs and the Miami Marlins, which just went to the playoffs, but also five reasons sports network. If there were playoffs, we would make them too. So make sure you check out the Marlins Lager. Also check out the Tropical Bay IPA. If they don't have it at your store, first thing, you can check it out on the website at BiscayneBerryBrun.com. But if they if you don't find it at your restaurant that you're at, ask for it, okay? It's likely they're just starting to stock it here in South Florida. And again, it's great beer. This is the beer we're drinking at Five Reason Sports. They're so committed to our community. That's why they're supporting us so that we can keep bringing you all the local sports content that you can handle. So again, check it out. Biscayne Bay Brewing, the official craft beer of Inner miami the Miami Marlins, and us at Five Reason Sports. And we're going to be doing a lot more with them going forward. Uh, especially when we get those watch parties cranked up. All right, let's get to um, sort of the general stuff about this draft, Brady. We, we've talked about not being able to watch certain guys and that changes the dynamics. Um, uh, but also uh, like, for instance, like is this a draft that some drafts like are known as international drafts. Some drafts are known as a draft with a lot of young players with high upside. Some are known as more polished players. What kind of draft is this?
1: Honestly, I'd probably say that it's a mix between all of those. Um, and I think as you alluded to earlier, Miami going to be looking at mostly the, the polished players. Um, they kind of mentioned about, they, they've Pat Riley kind of mentioned about it. He likes that the players are more ready and we've kind of talked about, you know, it's because they drafted Kentucky guys. Um, but I don't think that that's the only case. Um, there's a plenty of polished guys in this draft. Um, I, th- I think there's going to be some intriguing prospects, um, like some of the ones that Alex was mentioning, but I don't know if they lean that way just because they're, they're more of long-term, um players that you're going to try to develop. And I think that the way that Miami is going right now, there's plenty of players that can help them even next season um, that could possibly be in the rotation and they can make a media impact. Um, so I think that's the route they would go. Um, but I think this definitely is a mix between, especially in that 20 range um, there's a bunch of different players of, you know, young polished and international, which probably Alice could probably speak to a little bit more about the international.
4: Wow. Also, when you look at the 20th pick, it's going to be about a $2.5 million to $3 million cap charge going forward. So you're going to want to have a, a player that can contribute, particularly when you're lining up max space for 2021. So I think that you're right in that you already have KZ Akpala that is a project, uh Chris Silva to a lesser degree um, as a as a project. So I feel like there are going to look at guys that can contribute contribute immediately but also guys that can
2: contribute so that they can show trade value because i think that that's also something that can come into play alex to that point i just i just want to touch on that before you go on to that point like we haven't talked about akpala much but in some ways he's kind of their first round pick this year right like because just in the same way they used to talk about derrick jones jr like getting a first round pick like we didn't see him this season. He was stashed. Then you had the COVID situation Then we thought he might play in the bubble. Then they had so many wings. They really couldn't get to him. Then he got banged up. Right. So, I mean, and they felt like they might've taken him in the first round last year. I wonder how that changes their philosophy here because you can't take a, en- I mean, if you take another kid, that kid's going to be behind KZ anyway. Right. So you're going to end up sending him to Sioux Falls and we don't even know if there's going to be a Sioux Falls this year because of COVID, right? So doesn't yes, that play I, into this? It's these? actually
3: crazy that you said that right as I was going to say because that's literally what I was going to talk about is, you know, the idea, you know we've been talking about whether, you know, they draft somebody who might be down the line, somebody that they try to develop or not or somebody who can fit in. It's tough to, I think, draft somebody who could uh, fit in right away when you look at their rotation and just go through it. I think there's a really low chance that a draft pick actually plays much next season or in the rotation uh, unless, you know, like – something goes wrong with Jay Crowder and they're just, and they just don't really go after anybody else. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. help. What's the first thing you do. If you
2: had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what, if time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties.
3: which doesn't really seem like is a scenario that's possible like I I I would be surprised if it's not just the same team will go on and Crowder maybe they add another veteran and from there it's like good luck trying to get in the rotation and like you said KZ Akpala is already in line as somebody who they thought was a first round pick and and have said that they would have taken him in the first round if it wasn't for Tyler Hero being there uh so I think right now like going forward he's going to be their first round pick and that's why I'm more interested in just like taking the best player available and trusting whoever they think is the best player available at number 20 and why ultimately I would I would want to just keep the pick as is even though I wouldn't be against kind of either you know trading out or trading up I I could see I could kind of be I can hear the argument both ways but I think the argument for keeping the pick is you know there's so many guys there who I think are all kind of similar tier and maybe don't have a lot higher ceiling than the other as far as when you're just looking at pre-draft stuff because like Leif said we don't we don't you know we don't really know that much when I I honestly also hesitate to say things like oh this is going to be a bad draft or anything like that because I feel like we're always wrong about that like I wouldn't be surprised if like Mm -hmm. Brady said this is a deep draft and one that kind of is like okay they got there was a lot of pretty good players that came out of this draft maybe not superstars and that's why I think they should keep the pick and yeah like I think there's a lot of guys who could help him. It just probably won't be next year.
2: All right. We're going to tease some of those guys here. We're going to let Brady put out a list of players and Greg that we're going to be talking about going forward before we do I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reason sports network. What should every business professional learn from Miami heat culture and also the way they prepare for the draft that discipline preparation and full-time maximum effort and persevering, no matter how difficult the task are the pillars of success when you hire Eric Brown, our friend and the official realtor of the five reason sports network. Also a huge heat fan when you have heat fan in your email address, you're a huge heat fan when you hire him you've engaged a professional who admires and embraces those principles with several years of experience representing clients that include not only celebrities executives and pro athletes but also first-time home buyers he's uniquely qualified with his business school education and a mindset like that defining heat culture to provide an unmatched level of service so if you're considering selling or buying a home in south florida just want to know what your property's worth Contact Eric at 305-967-9089. That's 305-967-9089. We've made it easy for you. His website is 5reasonsrealtor.com, F-I-V-E, reasonsrealtor.com. Find out how his specialized professional business approach can provide real value for you. Again, it's Eric Brown at 5 the official realtor of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. All right, we've got episodes to get to between now and the draft and I'm sure we're going to plug in a few more episodes because stuff's going to happen, right? There's going to be free agent rumors, trade rumors, etc. and we're going to say, "Okay, we got a pot on this." But the plan is to go through some of these guys that may be interesting to the heat. Brady, I'll give you 1 minute, okay? Between 15 and 25. Give me a few names.
1: Uh, The first one I would probably talk about because everybody thinks I'm a Vernon Carey Jr. stand, but I don't think I am. I just been pretty high on him for a bunch of reasons why he kind of coincides with Miami. Um, That's a big one. I think a couple other would be um, once again, I don't know if these these guys will already be taken because there's just so much uncertainty. But uh, Tyrese Maxey and Kyra Lewis um, are two big names that I think are going to end up being really good. Um, and if we're going to talk about Kentucky guys, there's still two other Kentucky guys, um, in that guard position that I haven't mentioned, uh, manual quickly is a good one, but I've been talking about Ashton Higgins for a while, which can be taken in the second round. Um, if Miami decided to actually trade down, um, I think that's a viable option. Um, so I think there's a, there's a bunch of options. I think the defensive guard or big is the route that they'd go. That's kind of the way. Um, but just one thing to mention about, uh, Vernon Carey, just to go back. Uh, Barry Jackson kind of reported of all the people that they've been taught, like interviewing and everything. And I think, um, he mentioned the one person that they haven't interviewed around that 20 range was Vernon Carey. Um, and I think that there's something to do with that was Miami knows these type of things get out, um, of who they're interviewing. Um, and I think there's something more to look at there that they're just not interviewing Vernon mm-hmm. Carey. um. So that's something I think that we should look at and I'll get into a little bit more, I guess, in future episodes.
2: All right. That one guy that's come up. And again, I have not done a deep dive on this draft. I'm basically just reading Brady's articles and then Greg sending me lists, but like uh, it, th- there's one guy who just from a, a body perspective, like looked like a heat player to be, which is is Desmond Bain. Is that, is that the one uh, that, that per- has perked everybody up here a little bit, Greg, and, and he would seem to fit the, some of the characteristics yeah, they no, like.
4: Definitely. Three and D. He's built like a pro. Um, you know, projects as a guy that can play immediately and he's a senior. So yeah, Desmond Bain out of TCU is a name. Um, I think and this is another, a guard name that I've heard consistently since I started this months ago was Grant Riller out of the college mm. of Charleston, another senior, uh, really prolific uh, offensive player. And, and again, we'll break these guys down a lot more in coming episodes this week. Uh, so th- those are two names that really jump off the page of the Kentucky guards that Brady mentioned. And, and the last guy that I think is, is worth uh, exploring. Uh, Patrick Williams from FSU Miami and many other teams really like him. I don't expect him to be available. So uh, that's kind of the pie in the sky name and Jalen Smith out of Maryland. That would be the other, the big that I think along with Vernon Carey is a viable option uh, to, to explore.
2: Alex, is there, is there one name that you really like that may end up in this area?
3: So no, there isn't one name. I, there's actually a lot of guys that I look at and I would actually be pretty happy with he taking any one of them. Like, I think there's a lot of guys in that in that kind of tier that can project to be pretty good role players almost right away. And, again, we don't know how much they would actually be able to play next season, but Desmond Bain is one of those. He's a little bit on the older side, but you could see the upside with him. Uh, I'm glad Leif mentioned Jalen Smith. I knew we were going to be talking about him regardless, but he's the one, like, big that I really like, that if they were to go big, I think uh, he's an awesome option as somebody who can be kind of like a 3 and D center, uh, it, it can – be really effective as a roller too. So I think if, if you go with a big man, he's my guy. If they want to go with a guard or a wing, I think there's a lot of options. I'm definitely not in on one, but uh, if they go with somebody later on, like I really do like uh, Emmanuel quickly. Like if they could somehow buy a second round pick or trade down or something like that, uh, I mean he's got a six ten wingspan as a six three point guard, crazy you know point of attack defense is an uh, you know an, uh, an automatic shooter. So I think he'll be a pretty awesome fit for whenever he does play but yeah i mean i think there's so many options there at guard and if you're talking big Jalen smith i think that's where i'm at right now all
2: right i got one more question for each of you after a word from our newest sponsor want to tell you about a great new sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is Better Pay. You can find them at btrpay.com. That's btrpay.com, or use the phone number 954-953-8895. That's 954 953 This is if you're looking to fund your business. Your business is typically eligible through BetterPay. In 6 to 12 months, you just need a few documents, including a voided business check and a driver's license, and you can get funded in as little as 24 to forty. Eight hours they do a soft credit pull so they will not affect your credit score and it is absolutely free to apply with no collateral required and you can request anywhere from five thousand to five hundred thousand dollars what can you use the funds for new hire and payroll moving and remodeling equipment and inventory and bills and utility and also marketing which every business needs so check it out it's btrpay.com btrpay.com or 954-953-8895 and here's the kicker if you mention five reasons a hundred dollars of your loan you won't have to pay it back that's right a hundred bucks of your loan you won't have to pay it back btrpay.com all right back on five on the floor again check out all the episodes that we've done but also the ones that we're going to do coming up this week you can if, look if you're trying to find another way to find us spotify is a great option pod beans a great option as i always mentioned dash radio the nothing but net channel uh we're all over the place now all right i got uh i got one question for each of you guys here as we go forward in the draft um i will start with you here brady who will be the best player in this draft
1: oh man uh i'd probably have to say I'd say Anthony Edwards is probably the best looks like to be the best player right now. Um, but I'd probably go off the board and say LaMelo ball has the most potential overall, if he, if he gets in the right situation. Uh, and I think the right situation is actually a team where he can just be the guy, uh, the sole guy on the team. While Anthony Edwards, on the other hand, it has, I think it's a situation where he can be uh, surrounded by guys um, where he could have a certain role, um, While both of them, I think, uh, are viable options to be the best, I'll I'll just go. I think I'll go with Lamelo Ball just due to potential.
2: Greg, who is, what is, which is the team, and this can be by picking a player or making a trade that will benefit the most from this draft, whether it's making a pick or flipping someone for a veteran.
4: Well, I think Golden State. Is probably the team that you know with the number two pick and Stephen Clay and Draymond and Tow that they're going to be able to either flip that for a veteran that can help now, trade down. There's lots of options. Um, so I, I think that they're probably the team that benefits the most. But again, teams like Miami that have a tendency to do well in this
2: particular draft. All right, and Alex, I will close with you of the Heat's rivals of the Heat's rivals, and we kind of know who they are now, right? Boston, Milwaukee, uh, maybe maybe Toronto, um, maybe Brooklyn, maybe Not out Philly. west. We're talking Lakers. Not <laughs> Philly. Well, I'll throw Philly in there. Uh, which is the team that would scare you here in this draft to kind of rise up and get a player that's going to become a problem for the Heat for a long time? Oh, that's
3: actually a good question. Uh, that's tough. I mean, which one of those teams is the highest pick at this point? Like. <laughs> I'm the, honestly, I'm not really sure about that. I, I To me, like, I, I really just can't think of anything else other than the Warriors. Like, I think this whole draft really just kind of hinges on what ends up happening with them because we saw that they were a team that, you know, won 73 games before getting Kevin Durant and they're going to get that core back healthy now. And, you know, if they just go with some, with a, a fit choice, like James Wiseman, who might might not end up even uh outplaying Kevon Looney or Marquise Chris, especially with Steve Kerr going with veterans all the time. Uh, so I just think, like, if they go for the high upside guy, they might be able to swing that for another, you know, uh, an upgrade in a trade if they can make him look good. But I really can't come up with a team in the East, though. Like, I guess it's got to be somebody who is handicapped going forward and really needs the pick to pan out and also give that person a, ro- a role, like, right right away. Boston's
2: at 14. I mean, they're one of the top eight. Well, that, that's, that's what I was going to say. Bo- Boston is
3: the team oh, that would and- scare me. Adam yeah, if, said if on the, I w- if I said the on floor is yours that he expects Boston to be in the top five.
2: Yes, right. That, that, that's what I'm thinking. And also, if you look at Danny's and look, we don't know what Romeo Langford's going to be. Um, he really hasn't gotten an opportunity yet. He's kind of they sort of more hyped Casey Acapola in waiting. Not the same type of player, but in terms of the guy we didn't really see this year who may play. But obviously with Tatum and Brown, there's been some evidence that Danny knows how to draft. Um, he hasn't hit on everybody, but Rozier was a good pick for where they got him. Smart, Smart has panned out. I mean, they again, they haven't hit on everything, but they nobody does. But that would be the one. Like if, if Boston can, you know, I, Masai is always dangerous no matter where he drafts. Um, he's going to get a good player most likely. Um, it may take a year or two because he likes to take developmental guys. But Boston is the team for me that, would, would concern I, me. And I would I say there. a
1: name that they would definitely be looking at is On, Onyeka Okongwu. Uh He's one of the top bigs after Wiseman. And I think he'd probably be one of the perfect fits for Boston. Uh, he's a Bam type of player. Um, and I think that's, that's a guy they'd definitely be looking at if they were to trade up. That makes Brady, a lot of
2: sense. And Brady, that, that's an interesting point you bring up because I think that the, the success the heat have had, with the BAM and hero drafts is going to be very influential in what a lot of other teams do. Uh, It's a copycat league. And I think that again, taking the guys out of schools like Kentucky, but also the BAM style player um, who kind of changes your whole team. If there are guys like that, and again, we're going to deep dive more on the bigs. I think everybody's looking for a BAM now. And I also think that some teams are going to be looking for a Tyler type player who, you know, has that kind of attitude in the fourth quarter can score high character, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And maybe look past some of the measurables with a guard to get a guy who can really contribute. So I think that the heat are going to be trend centers in a lot of ways. And I will say this, one of the things that Heat have bumped up against over the last 25 years is they tend to do things better sooner than everybody else. And then everybody copies them. And, you know, one of the problems that they had, I think, during the sort of the post LeBron era was that they had an Andy Ellisberg and they 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 knew the numbers. They knew how to do really smart stuff. And then other teams started getting away from the former players and bringing in really smart guys to be in the front office and caught up to the heat a little bit. okay, because they started finding their own Andy Ellisbergs. And I I do think that that's been something that it took a while for the heat to kind of create another new path beyond it. All right, check out all of our draft episodes coming up this week. We're going to break it down by bigs, wings, and sort of smallish guards, perimeters. So we're going to do those three things. And again, deep dive more on some of the names we talked about tonight. Check out our sponsors, prizepicks.com. Use the code five, Biscayne Bay Brewing, fivereasonsrealtor.com, and our new sponsor, betterpay.com. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five Regional sports network.